In this edition of Locked On Capitals, your Washington Capitals take down the Red Wings by a score of 4-2. to TJ Oshie suffers an upper body injury. I give you the latest on TJ. And Connor McMichael says that this has been his best preseason game yet. We'll talk about all of that and more next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos give it a thumbs up. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, we'll talk about your Washington Capitals as they take down the Red Wings by a score of four to two. And just, you know, we are starting to see the lines out there take shape. Uh, as we take a look at the lineups out there, it's U, uh, Ovi, Kuzi, and Brown on the top line. And I think that that is ultimately what that lineup is going to be um, as we head into this season. And I don't think that there's anything, you know, really too shocking or crazy to say about that. But you did see some good production out there with Ovi, Kuzi, and Brown on that top line. Um, and like I say, I think that that's what it's going to be at least um, until you see Tom Wilson come back. And then I think that ultimately, you know, it's going to remain to be seen what happens after that point. But just a really good showing by your caps out there. It was also a really great game out there by Darcy Kemper as he made 31 saves on 33 shots. So things are just humming along for Darcy. And you know, the good thing about having Darcy out on the ice and Charlie Lindgren for that matter is that finally we have consistency in net once again. And I don't want to get ahead of myself and say that they're going to, you know, have that same consistency all season long, but just this game alone and, you know, the preseason games that we've seen so far, you have seen some really consistent net minding, and that is a positive sign going forward. And uh, we hope that uh, that continues uh, through the season. And like I was talking about with uh, Joe Beninati about that, I think that ultimately what you're going to see uh, in this coming year is you're going to see it split up a little bit more. Years ago, it was one goalie that kind of carried the bulk of the mail the entire season. I think it's going to be a little bit different this season just because, Darcy Kemper does have a history of injury. Um, he is also not used to, you know, taking the the bulk of the, the game. So he's going to need someone like Charlie Lindgren to help back him up and uh, kind of uh, even the load a little bit, if you if you will. But uh, I do think the Capitals have uh, two great uh, netminders. And I think that, you know, stability will return between the pipes for the Washington Capitals. And, uh, you know, like I say, uh, there were some issues out there. The biggest thing is the issue... Uh, uh, to, with TJ Oshie, he sustained an upper body injury. And uh, Coach Peter Laviolette said that he would talk a little bit more tomorrow about it once he gets some more answers. But he did say that it was not precautionary, that in fact he suffered an upper body injury. What does that mean to this Capitals team? 
for me, what that means is a lot of these teams, or excuse me, a lot of these players that may have been kind of on the bubble may may find a spot on this roster if, in fact, TJ Oshie does miss some time. You know, you talk about your McMichaels, you talk about your Protus. You know, some of these guys that were kind of on the bubble, you know, on the verge, you know, if you took a, a look at who was uh, not skating with the main group earlier today, you saw that uh, Protus and McMichael were not skating with the main group. So, and, you know, when you when you heard from Peter Lavulette, he always said, you know, don't read too much into that, um, that, uh, you know, that doesn't really mean anything. But, you know, you can kind of read the tea leaves there a little bit and understand if these players are not, in fact, playing with a big team what does that mean and uh, we knew it was going to be a tough road ahead for these for these younger players it seems with the capitals that they always go with the tried and true players these veteran players and they're very slow to integrate these new players you know if you take a look at martin Faravari, he was one of the first in a while to kind of crack through there but they like to go with the tried and true players for example, you could make the argument that instead of Connor Brown or Dylan Strom, that they may have had someone like that in Hershey. But what did Brian McClellan do? You know, I don't know if he consulted with Peter Laviolette on it, but what they did do is they went with some tried and true players. They went with Connor Brown, who was a veteran. They went with Dylan Strom. You know, they could you could have made the case that they could have gone you know, with a, a McMichael and a, um, a LaPierre out there uh, to fit that bill. But that's what the Capitals want to do. They don't want to, at this point, with Alex Ovechkin on the ice, they don't want to have instability. What they want to have is, you know, almost an assured thing. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think it was the right decision to make. Um, unless this team, you know, takes uh, a, a different path and they tear it down to the studs and start all over again, which I don't see them doing for some time. I think that the, the the what they're doing right now uh, makes the most sense. But just a real promising sign out there. And another guy that we'll talk about a little bit more in depth in the show is Connor McMichael, you know, another guy. He said that this was probably his best preseason game. And, of course, I would say that as well. He really showed up on the score sheet, and uh, he was a net front to score that goal. And I think, you know, the biggest thing for me on Connor McMichael scoring that goal was just a boost of confidence, you know, because to a certain extent, I think, you know, he thinks I know I'm on this team, but what does that mean really? Um, you know, because then if I'm always put up in the press box or I'm on the taxi squad or, you know, I'm a healthy scratch, then what am I ultimately doing here? And, you know, you got to think to a certain extent, you have to have a great, uh, a great patience to be a professional athlete, especially a young athlete, a hockey player that's trying to make their way. You know, you're not all going to be Alex Ovechkin and just, you know, propelled right to the top. Sometimes it takes some time. So for Connor McMichael to have that patience um, and just to kind of keep his eyes on the prize, which is to one day get a, a job on this Capitals team, then that's what is important. But for right now, I think that Connor McMichael does have a spot on this team. Where ultimately will he fit on the uh, into the lineup? I guess I don't know at this moment right now. There are still some preseason uh, games yet to play. But even that, even after the preseason is done, there is going to be some moving uh, parts back and forth. But, you know, I think that, you know, for a guy like um, Connor McMichael, who is, again, like I my perception on him a little bit on the bubble, for him to to get a goal tonight kind of gave him a bit of uh, a length of rope, uh, some extra leash, a stay of execution, if you will. So hopefully that he can make this team. And I really hope that uh, Connor can make this team because I think that he's put his time in. Um, but ultimately, that's my my belief, my contention, that if he is not going to get his time, 
uh, out on the ice, then I think that, you know, he would be best served to get those reps in Hershey. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think that, you know, Protus and Connor McMichael may make the team. I think that Lucas Johansson may make the team. And that's a good sign for me that some of these young players, like I talked about, finally are going to get their chance. But what did we see last year with the Capitals? A lot of those young players broke camp and they made it to the big team, but they didn't stay with the team all year. So I don't want, you know, Capitals fans to get ahead of themselves and just say because Connor McMichael and Protus made, you know, they broke camp with the, with the team that, you know, in fact, that that's where they're going to remain the entire season. We don't know that, but it's a promising thing for me to see the progress that's being made. You know, Protus has played every preseason game so far, so that is definitely a sign of confidence that they have in him. And like I say, Connor McMichael scoring that goal, just all real positive steps going forward. All right, so after the break here, I'm going to break down the game a little bit for you. I'm going to talk about the injury to TJ Oshie and what is this Capitals team going to look like going forward as, you know, we keep making our way through these preseason games. We'll talk about that after the break. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your football betting info this season. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And guys, if you haven't done this yet, head to BetOnline. With the NFL season going and full uh, full speed right now, and the NHL season starting soon, you need to go to Bet Online. So head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this episode, we are talking about your victorious Washington Capitals as they take down the Red Wings. And I know that it's a preseason game, but a victory and a W is a W as far as I'm concerned. And it was a good game out there for the Capitals. And uh, we hope to see, you know, that positive steps going forward um, as they did play rather well tonight. Darcy Kemper was solid in net with Washington, making 31 saves and keeping the Caps in the game until his teammates could get rolling. Connor Brown snapped a 2-2 tie with a power play goal at 17:33 of the third period, lifting the Caps to their first lead of the night. From inside the right circle, Brown snapped a shot past Detroit goaltender Vili Husso, a goal that proved to be the game winner. And it was good to see Brown going out there and playing great out there. Um, you know, like I say, he kind of stepped in to fill, penciled in to fill in for Tom Wilson. Um, but, you know, I don't want him always to be seen or viewed as the replacement for Tom Wilson because I do view Connor Brown to have a role on this team even after Tom Wilson comes back. Where he, you know, ends up slotting in the lineup, I guess, remains to be seen. But I do expect Connor Brown to be on this team even after Tom Wilson uh, comes back, I figured it was going to come back around once it went up to Alex Ovechkin and reset it down there, recounts Brown of the game winner. So I was trying to find a soft, a soft spot in there and try to get open. And if Kenny Kuznetsov and Dylan Strom made nice plays 
to get it to me. And that's what I'm talking about. That is that top line. I don't think that the caps are going to mess. You know, Peter Lavulette is not going to mess with that lineup too much. I think that, you know, that is what you're going to see. Are there going to be times throughout the season that they're a bit snake bitten and they might want to change it up? Sure. But I think that by and large, that is going to be your top line uh, going forward. You know, it's going to be something that's revisited once Tom Wilson returns around Christmas or, you know, shortly after Thanksgiving, wherever it happens to be. But I think that going into game one of the regular season, that is going to be your scoring line. That's going to be Ovi. Kuzi and Connor Brown and sign seal delivered X off. I give that my full endorsement. They weren't asking for my endorsement, but if they were, I would give them my endorsement for that top line. You saw some great chemistry up there. But if there is ever a time that they want to kind of mix it up, you know, sometimes they like to, to flip flop the centers around. If you had to put Dylan Strom up on the top line, because it's it seems in a small sample size, that you begin to see a little bit of chemistry between Connor Brown and Dylan Strom. Or, you know, of course, you could have Brown go maybe down to the second line and, and put Connor Sheary or TJ Oshie, something like that on the top. So, you know, by and large, I think the top line's going to be intact, but there are going to be dry spells throughout the season, you know, where maybe they're not getting quite the production that they want. So I think that, you know, at times you might see Strom uh, pop up to that first line or and, you know, vice versa. But ultimately, like I say, the top line will be intact. And uh, I do think that, uh, you know, you did see some great uh, production out there and it was a positive sign because there has been some, you know, especially that game against the Sabres, there were some moments where you're like, where's this going? But what's the difference between these games? The closer and closer we get to the regular season, not a lot of rookies out there. The guys that are out there are fighting for jobs. They're fighting for starting jobs. You know, a blind share of those guys that started playing the first part of the uh, preseason those guys got sent down to Hershey. So what you're dealing with out on the ice is either guys that have made the team or are fighting for their jobs. And the guys that are left, you know, your Lucas Johansson, your Connor McMichael, uh, Protus, um, et cetera, those guys are going to give you their best effort. And those are the guys that are fighting for jobs at this point. I think we got going after the first period, said Coach Peter Laviolette. We were real slow and they were quick. And as the second period moved on, we started to control it a little bit. In the third period, I really noticed that line, more offensive zone time, generating more chances, more looks, more opportunities. And um, that's that's what they hope for. They hope to keep getting more of those scoring opportunities um, because, you know, at the end of the day, that's what they're looking for. They need to get that production. You know, uh, there were times last year where I feel like, you know, they weren't quite, you know, getting the scoring that they needed out there. And it was good to see McMichael out there, um, you know, like I say, kind of solidifying his spot on the team. If you ask me, I think that, you know, tonight was a good proving ground for him to show to everyone uh, that I belong. And uh, I think that he did that. And, uh, you know, hopefully he does crack this roster because Lord knows, I think that uh, he has put in his time anyway. All right. So after the break, we will talk about the injury to TJ Oshie. And we will talk about how Connor McMichael thought that this was his best preseason game to date. We'll talk about that after the break.
All right. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this episode, we are talking about your victorious Capitals as they take down the Red Wings in some preseason action. But it is all not good news. It's not all happy as the Capitals will be down TJ Oshie for how long, I guess, remains to be seen. We will find out this morning. Um, but um, the news wasn't all good for the Caps. However, with just over seven minutes remaining in the second, TJ Oshie left the game with an upper body injury after taking a hit from wings forward Joe Villano along the half wall in the Detroit ice. Oshie did not return and will be reevaluated in the morning, according to Laviolette. Although they didn't get off to a strong start and turned out rather mediocre in the first period, the Caps managed to get their first uh, intermission all even. But, you know, that's what that's the scoring to kind of focus in a little bit more on TJ Oshie is, you know, he is a guy that is a bit prone uh, to the injury bug. And, you know, what does that mean? For the Capitals, it seems like they are going to have to find uh, someone to kind of uh, slot in to fill uh, that role if he is going to miss some time. But like I talked about many times, players got their opportunities uh, because because someone was injured. So if that means that, you know, a Protus or a McMichael, you know, gets a little bit of extra playing time, I guess that is finding the silver lining or turning lemons into lemonade, uh, if you will. Laviolette wouldn't comment too much on the concern level for Oshie at the moment, but did offer some insight. Obviously, it's high enough that he left the game, Laviolette said. It's an upper body injury, and they will evaluate him in the morning. Laviolette also added that him being held out for the rest of the game wasn't precautionary. He wasn't coming back tonight, he noted. And that's not a good sign. Usually they try to put, you know, they try to shine it up and, you know, give you a positive outlook that, hey, they might come back. We don't know. But he was emphatic about it. He said that, listen, he was not coming back in this game. So, you know, for me as an outsider, not being a doctor, mind you, but just kind of taking the facts into consideration to me, it does appear that he probably will miss some time. Generally speaking, head coaches do not give emphatic answers, you know, that this wasn't being precautionary. Uh, you know, was there a chance that he'd come back? He said, no, there was not a chance he was coming in. So unless whatever, you know, is is healed magically overnight, I do think that, you know, he is going to miss a game or two. And I guess it depends on the severity of whatever that injury is, but it could be a lengthy period of time. But, you know, lucky for the Caps, they do have a couple guys on the roster that are vying for jobs. And, you know, there's never a lack of depth in this Capitals team. Are they all going to be on the level of a TJ Oshie? Are they going to have his hockey IQ? You know, that's, you know, debatable, but, you know, you got to go with what you have. And if Oshie does miss some time, they do have guys in the lineup, in the pipeline, that will be able to fill that role. It's never optimal, but injuries are unavoidable. They happen every single year. So this Capitals team, like every other team in the NHL, is has to be prepared for this. And I do think that the Capitals are prepared um, because, you know, they, they're kind of, you know, that, that's why they have these guys that, you know, you have you can't just be like, well, this guy's injured. Well, we didn't plan for that. So it is good that they do have uh, that depth. Oshie was battling for a puck in the offensive zone when he was hit from behind by Joe Villano and went hard into the boards. He went down in visible pain and was slow to get back up, but skated to the bench under his own power. Oshie left the game shortly after. 
The War Road native hasn't been immune to injuries last season. Several ailments limited number 77 to just 44 games where he posted 25 points. He also played through an injury in the postseason but managed seven points in six games. Oshie underwent core surgery ahead of the season as well. Does that have anything to do with his surgery of whatever that core injury was? I guess we'll find out in coming days. Washington would win Wednesday's game 4-2. to two. Alexi Protus replaced Oshie on the second line with Dylan Strom and Joe Snively. So that's what I'm talking about. Is this going to be, you know, that, that really great opportunity for Protus? And I know what it means. I know that that means that Oshie won't be with us for a while if that's what happens. I don't want to say that that's emphatically what's going to happen, but my knee-jerk reaction just watching these games for so long is that he's probably going to miss some time. How much time that is, I guess, remains to be seen. So like I say, this is a great opportunity for your Protus, your Snively, your McMichael, um, those kind of players to finally, you know, find a spot on this roster and to, and to prove to the team that, yes, in fact, I do belong here. So in other great news, you know, it's not all negativity is that Connor McMichael had a great night. And again, like I say, him scoring that goal, you could see it on his face, that, that, that confidence that you see when someone scores a goal, like, yes, I can do this. Uh, I saw that on Connor's face tonight and it was a good thing because, you know, I got to give it up for Connor. He puts in his work, you know, he showed up to camp, well, you know, a little bit more muscular with a little bit more meat on his bones. So he's doing what he should be doing. He's following the book according to the way he's supposed to be doing things. Um, but, uh, you know, like I say, he got that confidence tonight from playing well. And, uh, you know, that is a good season, uh, a good thing. McMichael had a quiet first two preseason games, telling four shots on goal in 15-13 of ice time without recording a point. He came alive Wednesday, however, scoring a goal off a pass from Alex Ovechkin in the first period and recording an assist on a Nick Jensen score in the second in Washington's 4-2 to two victory. And if you haven't seen it, take a look uh, at the highlights. It's They're on YouTube. You know, just a nice net front goal by him. And good on him for getting that goal. I think today was the best game I've had so far in camp, McMichael said after the game. I feel like every game that I play, I just keep getting better and better. And I'm trying to soak it all in and just be a sponge out here and just improve. And that's all we can hope for from Connor McMichael. And I do think he is showing those signs of improvement. You know, sometimes it's not something that happens overnight. And I think to a certain extent, that is what's the case in Connor McMichael's um, position. The 21 year old forward skated on the Capitals third line as the left wing alongside Lars Eller in Connor Sherry, though his natural position is center Washington's depth at position has forced McMichael to fight for a spot on one of the wings. He has seen plenty of competition, most notably from fellow prospect Alexi Protus. The 22-year-old Protus has played in all five preseason games thus far, including Wednesday. The Capitals had Protus take the ice early for multiple practices week along Brett Leeson, Joe Snively, Axel Janssen-Fjeldi, and Henrik Borgstrom for the taxi squad. And that is one of the things that I want to talk about again. This is according to Peter Laviolette, so all we can all I can take from that is what he said. You know, I, I can't, you know, read into it too much. But what he did, what he told the press was don't read too much into that. They're playing on the taxi squad. You know, who knows what kind of scrimmage or what kind of things that's going on in his head and the other coaches' minds. 
for whatever reason, that is what is going on. They were separated from the rest of the other group. Um, but again, he said not to look too much into it. So that is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to look too much into it. McMichael has skated with Capitals top four lines for most of camp. He's trying to work towards it. Laviolette said of McMichael after practice Tuesday, the practices and the exhibition games. I don't want to discount the five guys that were out earlier. This is still training camp. And some of those guys will be in the lineup tomorrow night and they'll play, be playing. And there are people that are trying to cement their place. So we'll still, we're still in the evaluation process with everyone. So the practices are important the games are important and there's evaluation going on. And this was from a, an interview that he gave a day or so ago. So some of the information is slightly dated, but that was his thoughts um, on Connor McMichael. Following Wednesday's contest, the Capitals have one more exhibition game Saturday against the Columbus Blue Jackets before they take on the Boston Bruins for their season opener October 12th, and that is when the rubber meets the road for this Capitals team. All this preparation, all the things that were done in the offseason, all, you know, getting Kemper and Lindgren and Strom and and um, Connor, Mick, or Connor Brown, all of that is coming to fruition now. You know, all of that was scripted out, and, you know, it, it was shown to be that is who those players are going to be out there, and that is going to help this team. Well, like I say, it all rubber meets the road when the Caps take on the Bruins and they see, did those moves that they made, was it enough? Is Darcy Kemper and Charlie Lindgren in net enough? Is Dylan Strom and Connor Brown, you know, replacing Wilson and Backstrom enough? I do think that the Capitals are in a good position despite what a lot of the talking heads out there are saying. Most of them are saying they're a bubble team and that this, this aging roster will be lucky to make it to the playoffs, period. But, you know, that's a, never discount Alex Ovechkin as he is the captain of this team. And you have Darcy Kemper out there, Stanley Cup winner. And I know that Darcy and, and Alex can't win it all, you know, by themselves. But those are some good building blocks. And it's not just them. You know, you do have Lindgren, a really solid backup out there. And you do have some solid players that they picked up in the offseason, in addition to a really great lineup out there. So, it's not only the forward core, it's also the defense. And I do think the Capitals are in a, a good position. Am I going to label them a Stanley Cup winner tonight? No, but I do think that they have a potential. Uh, you know, I'm talking about this before the first preseason game uh, is being played, but, you know, just, you know, knee jerk reaction and kind of seeing what there is out on the ice and the moves that are made. I do think that they do have the potential to make it to the playoffs. And I do think they have the potential of making it past the first round. What was the bugaboo? All of last season was net minding. One of the biggest bugaboos was net minding. What did they have all of last season was inconsistent net minding. And it was one of the things that you felt so frustrated about all season long was that the team was going along on a good clip and then all of a sudden the wheels fell off and the goaltender forgot what he was doing in that. I think that a, a line's share of that has been solidified and taken care of by Mac going out and signing Kemper and Lindgren and plugging the holes for Wilson and Backstrom. So for me, right now, as I record this, I feel confident about this team. Despite all of the other outside influence telling me that they're a bubble team and they're probably not going to make it, I have positive hopes for this team, and I do think they stand a good opportunity for making a good push into the playoffs 
Uh, and it, I guess it remains to be seen if that comes to fruition. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all NHL things all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.